Welcome. You're listening to the Handyman Academy podcast with your host, Jeremy Lewis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another Thursday Roundup. We missed you on Tuesday due to some recording technical difficulties, but hopefully you'll agree as well as I agree that this recording sounds so good. Uh, We had to do a lot of work to isolate sounds and to get rid of a lot of that weird humming behind my voice. Um, And so hopefully you'll agree. It sounds great. But anyways, we're going to go ahead and jump into this Thursday roundup. We have two new things that was shared with us. First one, I'm going to go ahead and kind of read what they had sent me. And then we'll go ahead and stop saying go ahead (laughs) Uh, but we will respond in kind the person said after getting ghosted a couple weeks ago i called a day ahead of schedule this time to confirm my appointment they did not respond to my text yesterday i had them on the books for tomorrow to hang some ceiling fans they said someone had come out yesterday and replaced the hot water tank and gave them a similar quote and that they were coming back today to hang the fans. I politely but firmly told her that I had turned work down because I had them on the books. I asked her next time she booked someone to inform them if she chose to use someone else, and that it was an inconvenience to me. Now, she did go ahead and have this person um, that she had originally hired come out and do the work, but... He, he's very frustrated because this keeps happening to him where he had work scheduled and they would just ghost him. So why do we think that that is? So I think that ultimately it comes down to, well, we're humans. Okay, We have a million things that we prioritize throughout the day. And sometimes we'll get a text in the middle of the day, we're juggling family, we're juggling our kids, we're, you know, after school activities for the little ones, maybe we're at work. And so what happens is we look at it, we mark it as red, and we move on with our day thinking, oh, well, we will go ahead and respond later. So that is probably why the initial ghosting happened. I can't really speak 100% for that, but when when it happens to me, typically that's the case. Um, they just got too busy, they forgot to, to respond, or they thought they did, and what ends up happening is, well, I didn't get a response, so I don't go out, and then, you know, 20 minutes into when they were supposed to be uh, having the work completed, they get a hold of me, and they're like, hey, what's going on? You know, and then we have to reschedule, and it's a whole thing. The, the, the second part of that is that they had somebody else come out and do some other work. And, you know, while they were there, this, this always happens, by the way. While you're at a job, they're like, well, while you're here, can you give me a quote for X or Y or Z? Because you're top of mind. You're in front of them. Okay. So, of course, when somebody's working on your house, you're going to be like, well, wait a minute. Something else and he's done. So it's only natural that the person had the other contractor look at the project. 
Now, why they went and told the other person that they would hire them, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. But here we go into the third thing. And this is what I really wanted to speak on is the guy who submitted this came at the customer in a place of you inconvenienced me. That's not how this is done. Obviously, you can read tones through text and most of the time they're going to be wrong, right? We, we've all had that scenario. And that's probably what ended up happening is she saw him attacking her judgment and she backpedaled. She, she was probably anti-conflict and she backpedaled. So she, she went and canceled on this new guy in order to bring the old guy back all because he was like, hey, that's not cool. And let me tell you, there's a lot of back and forth on on how to treat customers and mutual respect and everything. And you know what, you, you have your own methods, but I will say first and foremost, try not to be contacting your potential clients in a threatening way. I, I've seen it time and time again where you don't pay this bill and I'm gonna send my attorney after you. If, if you don't do this, we're going to do that. You, you don't wanna do that because first of all, even if in the short term, this client goes back to you like they did for this person, what ends up happening is now they're going to get done with this project as fast as they can. They're gonna pay you and they're gonna wash their hands of you. And what does that mean? That means they're going to tell all of their friends, at least the ones that have houses that are asking for referrals, they're gonna tell them, hey, I tried this guy, he did great work, but you know what, he's pushy. Or, you know, he's aggressive. You know, what what have you. And that's not a good thing to have pushed out about your business. You want all good referrals. Obviously you can't be, you know, five star all the time. You want to, but realistically it's impossible. You're always gonna have somebody who says bad things. I'll be honest. Just this last week, we were uh, away. We were going to, to do a family thing to go and buy some Christmas decorations out of town. It was a whole trip. And while we were on the trip, a potential client reached out to us and our automated system telling them that we were unavailable failed to send a message. And so I thought, hey, this has already been taken care of. We're not gonna worry about it until we get back. Well, by the time we got back, she had left us a one-star review saying, hey, I reached out to this person for work. They never called me back. And while some people would think, hey, you never did the work for them, they're not your customer. No, that is not true. You put yourself out there and now every potential customer is your customer and how any one potential customer gets handled is how everybody expects to be handled. That's my, my, my viewpoint on that one. We're gonna go ahead and move on to the next one. This one's actually a very good personal friend of mine, uh, still not naming names, but basically he had a situation where he had a landlord client. Oh no. Okay, we already talked about landlords as clients. If you can do it, do it, but me, I'm, I'm not 
landlords are not my my clients okay so she had a bucket full of complaints on work that he had done it just whether it was not up to her standard or she had a different thought in mind of the finished product what have you i'm not here to judge his work but here's what he says he said that she came to him after the project was done and she demanded that he hand over his personal receipts for the job. She said that she had had dozens of contractors and they all handed over receipts for materials. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. If you do your invoices well, this will never be a problem because they will be able to look at their invoices and say, okay, I was charged $1,476.33 for all of these materials. They'll have at least the most, you know, basic list of hot water tank, oh, furnace, oh, you know, couplings. You know, you'll have some, some miscellaneous things in there, but you'll have it more or less itemized. And so he, he basically was like, hey, look, you know, my CPA said that I don't need to turn this over because this is my stuff. I charged you for all of it. And now these are my deductions against what you paid me. If he gives that to her, now she is saying she paid him as well as trying to write off, presumably trying to write off the items that he also paid for. Okay, so she, she'd be getting double deductions against her property and that's no good so one of the biggest things for our business is that we are able to go ahead and write off a lot of the things that we purchase whether it's space for our business equipment you know hammers drills sawzalls uh chop saws uh work vehicles you know the the, the whole nine yards we're able to write all of that off to, to varying degrees. And at the end of the year, what's left is what we pay taxes on. So yes, while her job may be, you know, $1,000 of materials and $1,000 isn't going to change your tax basis that much, it does go and says, hey, I had this extra $1,000, charge me taxes on it. And you don't want to pay taxes on money you didn't keep, right? So always, always, always explain it to your customers. Hey, I understand where you're coming from, but this is how the law works. And I will be unable to give you these physical receipts. If you want to know a breakdown of what you're paying for uh, materials, look at your invoice. I broke it down for you there. If you need it broken down more, I am more than happy to go ahead and do that, but I will be keeping my receipts. So with those two things down, we're gonna go ahead and kind of close this out. I hope that you guys have been enjoying the Thursday roundups. I know I've been having a ton of fun recording these. Um, it is really, really fun. Um, also, I know that I have put out two episodes of Jason's story and we are looking forward to continuing his story over the next couple months, maybe even the year. 
I'm not entirely sure when it's going to end, but really, who knows until it happens. And then let's go ahead and put this out there. Let's say next week we are going to be talking about flexibility. I'm not going to give you too much more than that's what we're talking about. We're talking about flexibility. Okay. That, that'll be Tuesday's episode. Jason is going to be kind of our floating bonus episode. So, so you can still count on Tuesday to have a lesson and Thursday to have our Thursday roundup. And then Jason's going to kind of fall in there somewhere as I have the time and motivation for it. I'll try to get that out there for you guys so that you can kind of expect it. So go ahead and follow us on all of your favorite social medias. Uh, go ahead and like, subscribe. However these podcasts work, give us a rating. You know, tell me how I'm doing. I, if I don't have the feedback, I don't know how to how to pivot to really help you guys the best that I can. So if you can do that for me, I appreciate it. Also, we still have our buy me a coffee link where if you think we're doing a good job, you can go ahead and toss us a couple dollars. If you have it to spare, it makes a big difference for us and it helps us produce more of this content more regularly. Just know it does help and we do appreciate every penny that is given to us. Also on buy me a coffee, um, I, I am winding this down, I swear. On Buy Me A Coffee, we have our behind the scenes area. We are constantly, not really constantly, but periodically putting up content, uh, video blog style, where we go ahead and talk about the different things that we are working on behind the scenes to bring these episodes to you. And these videos really come about as these ideas get sparked. So as Jason came about, we had a, a, a couple minute video where we sat down, we talked to the camera about how his story uh, started out and how it's evolving. And that's on our membership side of Buy Me A Coffee, which is only $5 a month, which, you know, about as much as a coffee or it used to be. I don't know. Can't really pay attention to that. I don't drink coffee. You can slay me in the comments, however you need to. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the audio quality. I enjoyed doing this and I will see you guys later. <laughs> Bye for now.